Hey, beautiful humans. It's time to stop sacrificing for everyone else and put you first. Are you feeling tired, stuck, or disconnected? Or maybe you're just looking to be the best version of you. I'm Mary Wong. And I'm Dr. Tanya Wild, and this is Embrace Embrace You First, First, a podcast to help you thrive and not just survive. We are busy moms, successful entrepreneurs, and doctors in the field of natural medicine with over 40 years combined clinical experience. You're going to learn from our professional expertise and our juicy secrets that have helped thousands of men and women just like you. We are going to teach you practical and doable strategies on health, relationships, and career. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embrace you right now. Today we are discussing how to nourish yourself with healthy food and how to develop a healthier relationship and get more connected to your food. Before we start discussing how to nourish ourselves with and yourself with healthy food, we're going to just review the why. The why is really important. Why take care of yourself? Why follow healthy lifestyle changes? Why eat good nutritious food? We want to get motivated. We have to understand our why. So what is your why? If you don't know your why, we want you to rediscover it and even think about it as you go through this. Understand what is your motivation to take care of you. And we review this in episodes one and two. And I think that the most important reason for my why is living a long, healthy life. I want to drop off right at the end having had a good quality healthy life but I have many more whys and if you review number one and two but what 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 would you say is your biggest why well that is my number one motivation because my whole life I've always wanted to live till I was at least a hundred so I don't want to be in a wheelchair I don't want anybody taking care of me mm-hmm. I don't want to like I want to be fully conscious and mindful mm-hmm. and vital and vibrant so I know that it's important to feed myself properly because if I don't you know eating like chips and salsa all the time for 70 you know 70 years plus I don't think that's gonna get me far it's not gonna nourish me enough right right? so we do want to be more mindful and that's what motivates me and Mm -hmm. but you may have to discover your own personal why which may be different yes indeed so I think that you bring up the whole mindful word, which is super important because some people don't even know what that, what does it even mean to be mindful? Mindful means being present. It's a kind of a, kind of one of those words that gets thrown around a lot, but it's a really, really important word because it allows us to be present and connected and really forgetting about what's happening next, forgetting about what happened just now, being in the moment. I think mm-hmm. Eckhart Tolle talks a lot about mindfulness and being in the moment. The Power of right. Now, his yes. book. Amazing book. Because why get too caught up thinking about what's to come and what happened in the past? Why not focus on the now? So being mindful, like you don't have to sit there and go, oh, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You can instead, you can bring mindfulness through the activities of daily living. So food is one way we can be more mindful. I love that because this is exactly what I speak to every single day in practice Mm -hmm. because, you know, everybody thinks, and you know what, this is a great buzzword right now anyway, right? Because it's like, oh, everybody needs to meditate and we know through research meditation is really good for you. And so some people listen to the word meditation right now and go, ugh, 
Right. It's a little right? bit of a turnoff it's like, like to meditate because yeah. it's so hard and I'm not going to sit there and meditate for half yeah. an hour a day, but you don't have to do that. That's This is the the fun part That's right. of understanding what it means to be mindful. And I love the book, the, um, Peace is Every Step by Eckhart Tolle because actually, no, it's not Eckhart Tolle, sorry. It's Ithik Nhat Han, and he's so yes. amazing in that yes. he discusses how you can even just be present washing dishes, you know, just smell the smells of the suds and, and uh, you know, feel the, the, the soap on your hands and just be present. Instead of being angry about doing the dishes, be mindful. You can practice meditation while you are doing the dishes. Oh my gosh, I totally remember that in do the book. Do you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, right? and I love that. And it also reminds me, and we all can do this, right? And mm-hmm. I remember, you know, um, Randy Lewis, who is a PhD physician who turned into an acupuncturist, Chinese medicine practitioner, and she was saying she had such a busy, busy practice. Uh. And, you know, in pe- people that are in the health or in the realm of health, it's like you almost feel the extra pressure of needing to be more balanced than other mm-hmm. people. And... It's like when you're working really hard, sometimes it's difficult to achieve that balance. But what we say is, well, you know, balance may be in like a snippet of time. So she was expressing how she had like two minutes between a patient and she just did mindful eating of an orange. Right. Right. So she literally would like peel it and like smell it and keep your oh, eyes closed. Oh, I'm going to close my eyes. <laughs> So, so close your eyes. <laughs> okay. Let's okay. go through it. So we're going to close mm-hmm. our eyes. And, mm-hmm. and, and what do you smell? Well, I definitely smell an aroma. A okay. little sweet. So, a little. So we're going to go through our five senses. Okay. So what are our five senses? So we're looking at, you know, through our sight. So so seeing. Except we're going to wait to the end for you to open <laughs> okay, up I'm your not eyes to, to discover what's... Hearing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so... You can hear when you're taking a bite from it. So why don't we start with... Yes. Oh, am I allowed to take a bite already? Oh my gosh. Okay. I can't see though. So, right, right, right. So take a bite and then go through the smell and the taste and the sound of Mm. the crunch, right? So I think... Juicy. It's just really important. What we often do is we kind of... We, we shovel our food. We, we don't spend the time to even process the signals of the food going to our mm. stomach and, and, and uh, being acknowledged, acknowledging all the senses. So this is one way you can use mindfulness as part of your day just as you're eating. Instead of eating in front of your desk, instead of eating on mm. the fly, you can actually put your fork down between bites and just really chew and smell and taste and touch and feel. So you felt it, you smelled it. And now you taste and it and you're listening it, yeah. to it as you're crunching it. So it's just, and then you open your eyes and you see, and I'm sure you know that it was a pear. It is a pear. And it's delicious. And, and it's organic. Oh, and so it's so mm. organic that, you know, it doesn't look perfect. <laughs> For those of you that right. are actually watching it through video, or you can come back to it if you're listening, you can just go on to the video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. sometimes the looks doesn't um, actually really tell you how it really is. Like it's, oh, it's so nourishing because... This is so sweet and so juicy. Succulent. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's also important to look at food as something that if it can go bad and rot, not that that's rotten, but if it can go, <laughs> I like to say to patients, if a food can go rotten or moldy pretty quickly, that's going to bring you vitality because you're eating something that can go bad quick. That means that mold likes it, then your body will like it. Well, it's alive. So it's that's alive. The point, exactly. Right? The more alive. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're bringing a very mm-hmm. good point. So 
I don't know about you guys, but if you go to the grocery store, wherever you live, oftentimes you can find anything from anywhere in this world. Right. Right. And it's like, and I think of it as, yes, so fantastic that we have access. And then simultaneously, I think of nutritionally, it's like, mm, how good really is it? How much nutrition is in there when they have to either fly it or ship it via a, a boat and for I don't know how long. So they have to get things that's unripe. So let's say this pear, if it's, you know, from wherever it's from, mm-hmm. and they have to truck ripen it, really. Right. right? They, they yeah. take it out of the earth before it's ready. So they're not getting all the nutritional content that it would be otherwise there when you pick it fresh off the tree when mm-hmm. it's ripe. Right. So it's so important to consider that when you eat too. Where you're getting your food, what it's doing, you know, and, and being aware of all of your senses. And I think eating healthy really does require a mindset shift. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And reconnection. So there's a lot of disconnect that happens in when you're making healthy food choices or less healthy food choices, right? So even in the workplace, COVID times... Um, you know, after a sporting event, you know, what happens, like, I just remember being in a sporting events back in the day when, but pre COVID and you go for a soccer game and you end up going for beer and wings after, or hamburger and fries, and you've just exercised and feel really good, but then you're not necessarily feeding your body with healthy, nutritious food. Oh my gosh. Like what do people do? Like you go, uh, let's say you have a baseball team and you finish your baseball game mm-hmm. you're like oh feeling good i've been doing some exercise and then you go to the pub with yeah. the gang and then yeah. you have like your draft beer chicken wings what else nachos yeah. i don't know i don't really know to be honest i mean i would watch people eat <laughs> I, was the, <laughs> I was the health fanatic that would just sit there and say okay am i being really uncool right now by having the salad and chicken and maybe i'll have a little sweet potato fries off someone else's plate just to have some balance but I've always kind of tried to eat mindfully and feel like just nourish my body after a sporting event. But yeah, like it's just that recognizing the disconnect, no judgment. I'm not saying I wouldn't eat the burger and fries, but I think it's trying to have that 80-20 kind of flexibility. It's really important, right? To have the flexibility of 80% of the time being as healthy as you can with your food choices and then 20% of the time being flexible. Right. And having that leeway without guilt, without Mm -hmm. shame and Mm -hmm. uh, as a way to connect with well you know I don't like it as a way to connect with people using junk food to connect with people yeah let's discuss that for yeah a yeah so right it's interesting because there's this surgeon friend that I have who really brought to light how he was making really important changes um, with regards to how he sees food and social gatherings so he would be in the cafeteria celebrating you know how the surgery went well over donuts and unhealthy food and of course being a surgeon you have to eat healthy in order to do good surgeries so he recognized so you you think right you would think are you kidding me (laughs) i'm i'm just gonna say it right here i had a patient that Mm -hmm. was a heart surgeon not Mm -hmm. even a word of a lie Mm -hmm. and he was coming in to uh, just treat his low back pain or something but i'll tell you he was um his BMI was high. He, yeah. he had high blood pressure. He smoked three packs of cigarettes a day right. and he drank like a fish. Wow. So 
you know, to me, it's like, yes, so, so he should. Yeah. And he sees heart disease. Or he could. I hate the he word could. should. So I shouldn't You're say right. hate either. But, no. But, it's, you know, I, I the word could. You could be, but it's sometimes it's just being disconnected and not recognizing. Exactly. Right? So it's not bad or wrong. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for him, it was his outlet. It was like, okay, this is my uh, treat. Yes. Because my oh, stressful job mm-hmm. is just, yeah, it's a reward. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. So right? a surgeon friend of mine was saying, you know, it was either a celebration of food because over food and over unhealthy food because they just seen successful surgery or it was, you know, a gathering over a death of a patient or perhaps it was just a meeting, you know, just meeting over food. And unfortunately, the food choices weren't ideal. There was donuts or or um, french fries and burgers or sandwiches, lots of flour. So once he recognized that and he cut that all out and made the healthiest choices and encouraged, you know, uh, salads to be brought in and chicken and, and uh, mm-hmm. fish and maybe healthier takeout like mucho burrito and freshy. So like healthy food choices coming in. His, his sport got better because he's right. a runner and he dropped 10 pounds and he was feeling so much more vital. Right, so just, right, making then, the conscious choice, and then actually having that rippling effect on his staff. Right, then, right. Yes, yeah, so connecting in, over healthy food with those in you know other staff members. Right, so just right. making that transition. Mm-hmm. So meaning then he connected with that, and then he was the person who made the choice of getting different I think foods. That he would consciously make the choices of the healthy foods after recognizing it, awesome. but there wasn't a rippling effect. But it would be great if you could do that in your cafeterias yes. and over your staff meetings and I but even at home yes at like, home too sure. I, I, I a patient of mine was telling me you know my mother she shows her love through baked goods so anytime mm-hmm. I go over there that's what she does she she right. gives me cake and you know muffins and all that stuff and, yeah, and how do you say no to that right they're sharing food through love so can we redirect and just say oh thank you so much um, or maybe, you know, and then not reject it, but maybe just suggest in, in the future, just say, oh, like just the the need, like, oh, I would love for you to make this a healthy soup if you really want to help me out. And then let's right. eat over a nice nutritious soup. And then maybe I'll have the dessert once in a while, but less, right? Less often. Less know? often. So, I mean, this is a personal choice. And mm-hmm. here's the reality about this though, too, yeah. right? So when you shift... Sometimes it makes other people uncomfortable, especially yeah. if like you're the daughter. Agreed. So let's say you're my daughter yeah. and I am used to baking you cake every Sunday mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you stop eating my cake. Well, right. how would mom feel, right? Sad. Yeah. So so when you make your shift, just know it makes other people uncomfortable. So it, I'm not saying then just surrender to it, but maybe over time things can shift, right? right? So as you say... Mom, you know what? I love your cake. And in fact, I love it so much that I have a hard time not, you know, yeah. like not eating it. Yeah. But share your need and then the impact it will have on you. So exactly. if you could make this and then it's direction, it's like redirection rather than just don't make me cakes and bring it over. That's almost critical. But instead, I would really love for you to try some keto recipes, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. So or some like paleo or healthy dessert options so that we can connect over food or healthier food together and all make a nice, really healthy entree. Right. Yeah. And, and come uh, over and join me. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you could say, mom, I could I can make it. Let's check yes. it out. Or, wow, let's try something new. I know you're like really into pound cake and strawberry shortcake and all that, but let's <laughs> let's try something different. Yes, for sure. Right? Let's yeah. reinvent the relationship. Even now in COVID times, 
we sit in front of our Zoom calls, eating perhaps crackers and cheese and a non-prepared meal, perhaps sipping wine or a bag of chips because everybody else is doing that. And mm. it's like kind of the cool thing to have the COVID-15 weight gain. And I, I, I mean, I don't know if it's cool because then patients come to see me and they say, you know, I really, I gained this weight. I don't need to get back on track. But I think it's almost in some way shunned upon to be the one to say, I'm eating healthy and taking care of myself mm -hmm. because of what's going on in the world. But if we don't take the responsibility to take care of ourselves, ourselves how are we going to show up to help all the, you know, have that rippling effect to help all the, the people in our direct lives and then further to that, right. patients. So but I feel I, like... I, I just don't feel like we have to make it a big deal. So I, I remember mm -hmm. when the COVID first hit, and literally our cousins, my, my first cousins said, oh, let's have a little call. And I hadn't seen them in over a year, right? And then one of them says, oh, you know what? Let's drink wine. And so I don't, I don't drink because I have this, like, I have an allergy to drinking as I drink. So do if you look at like... efficiency? Yeah, I do. Ah. So what happens is, mm. like, I'll start drinking. I'll have a couple of sips and within 30 minutes, I'll have a headache, right? Okay. So some people will have their hangovers the next day, mm -hmm. but I get it during. So mm. to me, I'm like, that. there's like no way, Jose. Right. Right? So yes. why would I suffer? Right. But people don't normally have that. So how do you stop yourself when, mm -hmm. oh, your cousins are drink, drinking wine and there's almost a peer pressure. It's like, okay, yeah. let's, let's drink now. And, and, then, and then they gravitate automatically to the chocolates and the chips and right. all this stuff that are not necessarily the best healthy choices. We're just kind of bouncing back to how we would be in cafeterias, right? Yeah. Gathering over or unhealthy pubs. food or pubs. Yeah. Yes. So I think, why don't we offer some tips? What would be some good tips? So one of the things that I do is get, I kind of food prep in the morning uh, for my dinner and I'm either cooking, you know, as I'm prepping for my virtual patients and I'm making a nice omelet with vegetables. So shredded zucchini or chopped up Swiss chard, always a green in there. And I like my cheese and then I have my coffee and then maybe I'm having a little bean salad or some healthy carbohydrates. So that's a nice balanced meal. And as we discuss in our uh, fasting uh, episode, we I do delay, and so I'll have a little gap after my first few patients, and I'll eat that, and it's already ready to go. So it's really, really key. And Right, mm -hmm. because, of course, if you don't have something and you're starving, you've been busy, mm -hmm. busy, busy, which is, like, really normal right now, right? Yes. You're busy, busy, busy. By the time you're hungry, you're like, oh, grab. What is there available? Because I don't have time to make anything. Yes. So really, food prepping is key it's so key or having like really nutritious little snacks did you bring a snack i did you need to plan ahead and i love love good fat bars okay i've never seen this before so mm. i'm gonna have a little look see love good fats oh this cool. one's the plant-based one so a little tip for you is to freeze them there are plant-based ones and then whey protein based ones and i'm not a big pusher of processed packaged foods but i do love just having something low sugar high protein high fat so that i can kind of pass through between my first meal and then my next meal just to keep me going because i fast so it just really helps so it's something that i love to have once in a while and whey protein and i don't mix so i always go for the vegan ones but the whey proteins are delicious those so ones. these ones are um vegan yes Okay, and so how much sugar is in this? Because Two grams. we did an episode. Okay, mm -hmm. awesome. So we talked about sugar and how 
one um, should have, what, 26 grams per day as an adult? Yeah, max right? 25 for adults and max 1515 for, for children. For children, mm-hmm. and that doesn't take much uh, in a day. Uh. So oftentimes I find, you know, like, no offense, but, you know, a lot of people will think that, oh, I'm getting this great protein bar, and then I look at it, and it's like, oh, my gosh, there's like mm-hmm. 20 grams of sugar in it or something yeah, insane, right? Yeah. Maybe nine. Okay, I'm yeah, exaggerating. Yeah, so you really have to research if you are going to have something processed and packaged, although I try to get away from it. Yeah. If you're going to go for something, it has to be something that's low sugar, healthy protein amount, and healthy fat quantity. So that's a good example. There are lots of healthy bars out there, but I just love the love good fats. <laughs> right. And then, of course, like for me, I literally just buy nuts and I eat nice. nuts yes and a fruit right? or cheese exactly and cheese crackers instead of uh, you know wheat crackers or rice crackers I'll eat like wisps or moon cheese crackers I just love that okay. and I think it's just really important to plan ahead because if you don't plan ahead just like in fasting, like let's say for example, and I think you were telling me the other day that you're like, I'm implementing fasting since our fasting episode and you've been doing it before a little bit prior to that. But then if you don't, if you fast, let's say till noon and then you don't have time and you haven't prepped, then you're pulling a 24 hour fast. And if that's not your intention, then you're getting... (laughs) Yeah, horrible. Yeah. Yeah, This is actually what happened, right? So since the fasting episode, Mm -hmm. um, oh, actually... While you're watching or hearing this, you can go back because we also did one for sugar. Mm-hmm. And so you can check that out. But when it came to the fasting one, I thought, oh, let's check that out. And one day I I knew I had a crazy, crazy busy day. And I don't know what I was thinking because I'm like, okay, I'm going to not eat till 11. But the truth was I had like a patience, like sl- like packed, back to back. back to back and I wouldn't be able to eat at one so really the smart thing to do would have been to eat before that 11 o'clock yes right to prep for the crazy you know time that I would not be eating because mm-hmm. I'm so busy yeah but so we have to do it mindfully as you right. mentioned and right plan ahead. and plan ahead mm-hmm. to do it appropriately because I ended up getting like a massive headache right. which I never never get right and know that fasting isn't for everyone right understand that too it's really important something we didn't really I mean we really promoted fasting on our fasting discussion episode because it's so healthy for many people and you can do long fasts if you're in a situation where your your body weight is categorized as obese for example Um, Dr. Jason Fung is amazing at discussing longer fasts in his obesity code book if you're interested in more But it's also important to know that if you're pregnant or if you have (laughs) hypothalamic amenorrhea, which means you don't have a period because your weight is too low or perhaps you're a a woman who's under 130 pounds and you're at risk for osteoporosis, you know, there's so many situations where fasting don't, it's not appropriate. appropriate. Not appropriate. So, So you know, postpartum or, or, you know, depending on the woman, yes, depending on the woman, um, pre Pre-pregnancy. Well, pre-pregnancy can be really helpful if you have polycystic ovaries and you're overweight. But if you're a woman with PCOS who isn't overweight, it may not be the thing for you. Or perhaps you're a slim woman who is, you know, has short menstrual cycles and you're trying to gain weight, for example, right? right? Like you're trying to put on a healthy fat. Fasting is not for you. So it's finding 
you know, the right advice from the right healthcare practitioner and finding your vibe, finding what works for you. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so in in Chinese medicine perspective, so there's different body types as well. Mm. So if a person is more what we call yin deficiency, so if you're a person that is slim and dry and like hot, Mm -hmm. right, all that, it's like totally not appropriate. No. So, Absolutely. so I'm glad that you're bringing this up because I don't want it to be, have a skewed perspective from our last episode with Absolutely. regards to fasting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's planning ahead, you know, knowing your why and having really good solutions around connecting through healthy foods socially at an individual level, being more mindful. And then how do you stay satisfied right because that's really important another how is like how do you stay satisfied with your food because if you are eating mindfully you're gonna be more satisfied because you're processing your food it takes time to register the food going to your stomach and stretching your belly if you shovel food you're not going to stay satisfied right. first of all you're maybe over satisfied <laughs> because your stomach is uncomfortable so yes, because you're right? shoving the food in, mm-hmm. and which happens a lot, especially if you sit in front of the computer or TV. And you don't even on TV, unconsciously or, eating, mm-hmm. and and you just don't even know how much food you're shoveling. So you're not even satiated because mm-hmm. you're not even tasting. Even, I was gonna say it doesn't even taste good when you do that, yeah. right? You're just right? like shovel, shovel, shovel. So I think it's really, really important to just spend the time, be mindful, so that you can be satisfied. Also, getting sufficient protein and having well balanced meals. So if you are just having a carb rich meal so carbohydrates you know complex carbs like Mm -hmm. a you know a plate of let's say let's say it's even a healthy one brown rice only and maybe some vegetables that may that may work for you but it would be nice to add some protein to that so some fish or chicken or perhaps mix it with beans if you want to be vegetarian or tofu so it's like making sure that your meals have sufficient protein that will definitely satisfy you and if you're wanting a treat it's okay to have the treat but eat the meal first and then you'll eat less of the treat and feel better after because let's be honest if you eat a treat and you haven't had a meal you want more of that treat or at least that's how I'm wired (laughs) I'm like I want more and then I feel sick that's weird I was gonna go because sometimes like you want the treat first and then you eat the treat and then you feel yucky Uh, yeah and then you don't even want to eat your healthy meal because you're tummy's all bloated right Right. and I want to address another thing going back to mindset Mm -hmm. right so again you know my friend was telling me slash patient a close friend actually she was saying you know Mary I know I shouldn't eat ice cream but growing up like I just had this connection to ice cream because Mm. it is soothing it is what fills the void because here's the thing in her little story she was an orphan by the time she was eight, oh. right? So to fill her voice, she had been using ice cream. So of course, even going into adulthood and even having her completed family of two kids, a husband and, you know, good career and all of that, that subconscious filling uh, the need to have that ice cream is there like as a soothing thing right right so it's not bad or wrong but just to recognize yeah it. i was and gonna the, say that's amazing that she put two and two together that she found discovered that connection right so yeah, then that for, she was filling the void so she discovered or you you kind of put it out to her you said. um she actually realized it wow. when we had this conversation so I, I don't know how long she had it but she's mm-hmm. I, I said you know you gotta know like what has you have this 
huge connection to what might not be as good for you. And then when you see that connection, finding ways to fill up that void in healthier ways, mm-hmm. right? Because when you when you eat tasty, delicious, sweet, sugar-ridden food, it gives you a nice little dopamine high, that little neurotransmitters that that, that floods our brain and gives us that joy reward reward feeling. Yes. So And it makes you want more. Right. Like you can never get enough, right? Yeah. Once you start, it's like, woo! Right? <laughs> Which is why we always end most of our episodes with how did you fill up part of your teacup or how did you add to your teacup today? Because we want to make sure that we can help bring joy and not feel the need to have unhealthy lifestyle um, measures to feel that healthy feeling, that energy, that vitality, and that dopamine flood. Right? Yeah, for sure. So what did you do today? Well, you know, I didn't even think about that. Oh, let me share that. Okay, let's have you share and I'll think. I listened to this song by Xavier Rudd, which I really enjoy because, you know, let's be honest, COVID times aren't always that easy. It's like figuring out what's next. And and again, I'm trying to always be very mindful. Um, But there's this one song that says, tomorrow's a new day. For everyone, follow the sun. So follow, follow the sun. This way, and I don't remember all the words, <laughs> but Ooh, nice it's like okay. it's like it's like follow the sun. Tomorrow's a new day for everyone. You know, it's like it's oh, so beautiful nice. and like nourishing. So I just listened to it in the car on the way here, and I was like, oh, flooded with happiness. So I could have eaten a chocolate bar. I actually looked to see if Starbucks had salted chocolate covered almonds because I was just having a moment. And then I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to just have my coffee because when I come here, it's the one time I do have a coffee from Starbucks. Oh, because mm-hmm. we start early. She yes. drives 45 minutes to yes. get here. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know. And then, and then, yeah. And then I decided not to have the chocolate salted, salted chocolate covered almonds instead to listen to that song. And that filled me up. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So I'm just going to reflect back. I mean, because, you know, when we look at what fills our cup, it doesn't necessarily have to be right in this moment. Although you're filling my cup right now. As we do this, it always fills my cup. Just so you know. It fills mine. (laughs) Which is why I try 45 minutes. (laughs) You're in my COVID bubble. Yeah. Yeah, we are in the COVID bubble. That's right. fill. Yeah. (laughs) So, no, for me, you know, I had a patient this week and it just... It filled my cup because she just needs someone to listen to. And I provided that space without judgment. Mm. And I just see that. You do that all the time. Oh, but I just just feel that like, you know, people live private lives and Mm -hmm. we just are bombarded with so much stressors in our lives and much of which goes unsaid Mm -hmm. because we're private. Yes. And it's like, you know, I was thinking of this, actually. Now I'm going off tangent. That's but okay. People talk about, oh, you shouldn't air your dirty laundry. And I'm like, you know what? It's There's okay. no such thing. Right? There's no such Who's thing judging? as dirty laundry. Yeah, because everyone has skeletons in their closet. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, no, you can thank you. And I feel so honored. Mm-hmm. So if you watch this, I'm not going to say who it is. But I just feel so blessed and honored that you trust me enough to share your deepest, darkest stuff in your soul. Mm -hmm. And it's so necessary for you to, you know, get it out of your system. Right. Right. And thank you. Yeah. To all our patients who feel comfortable enough to share and then understanding that when we listen, that actually raises your dopamine, but also feeling that 
you feel comfortable to share with us raises our dopamine as healthcare practitioners, right? So totally. it's, Give yeah, us I love it. Exactly. We feel valued. Yeah. So we are happy to help you. Mm-hmm. So yes. thank you. We'll see you guys real soon. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Click subscribe, like, and share. Please comment and suggest topics you want us to cover. Until next time, ask yourself how you're going to embrace you first today. For more podcasts, check out embraceyoufirst.com. And follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.